me just uh, mention the various talks that uh, were part of uh, my sessions okay i think jeraman mm-hmm. uh, mahadevan started uh, with uh, the support for sanskrit and uh, with respect to the government and uh, basically he was highlighting the fact that uh, there is a formal aspect of support and a informal aspect of support and the formal mm-hmm. aspect of support has never been really forthcoming okay and i think in this context i'd like to mention that uh, this uh, unification of india okay this principle states might have been a disaster for uh, uh, cont- uh, let's say support for sanskrit for example because essentially what has happened is that the formal support sanskrit had in the principle states essentially uh, was uh, eliminated and a sort of a, a politicized uh, understanding about how a government should run etc has come in its place and essentially the what are the local support that had in various uh, principal states that uh, you mentioned that just come to for example mysore is a good example mysore has so many beautiful things the mysore maharajas did including for example i come from indian institute of science okay? and the land that was given for uh, institute comes from uh, 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 mysore maharaja he understood the importance of education all those things including travancore of course okay? but uh, strangely enough indian institute of science is most recognized as a tata institution okay whereas uh, his role actually was certainly important one he got vivekananda and uh, he got the land from maharaja and but uh, it is overemphasized i think in my opinion with respect to uh, tata's contribution as maharaja he did a great job and he supported so many other uh, things and uh, surprisingly the maharaja himself uh, felt that uh, being part of the larger union was very important and uh, somehow it has subverted uh our own uh, let's say needs i think that's something which uh, i think you also mentioned uh another the other thing which i just wanted to mention with respect to your talk was that i think uh, i think you already asked the question the breaking india forces are really remarkably active now compared to what was there in the in the first sanskrit commission came out and i think uh, there is some need to really engage with them in some systematic manner i think that i think uh, we cannot really wish it away i'm very happy to hear that you said in tamil nadu that uh, uh, there is a substantial interest in the informally i can for the sanskrit bharat there's so much uh, bubbling of enthusiasm for doing so many things there and uh, that i think is uh, uh, very interesting and also i think uh, uh, dr nagaswami also mentioned that we need to concentrate more on uh, let us say the non uh religious aspects of sanskrit tradition nadi shastra ayurveda sakadar also i think that also i think is well appreciated now with respect to uh, uh the second talk that is dr nagaswami uh, i think he had a prasarida a refutation um i think uh, uh the main thing i found interesting about uh, he mentioned quite a few things the one important thing that i realized interesting was that he talks about the connection between rashmi of rigveda and rasa also which i think uh, was not clear to me okay? and uh, also uh, another aspect uh, uh, also found interesting was his mention about this prahlad vijayam how it was to be banned which i found quite uh, peculiar okay? that uh, the government had to ban the enactment of this because of the confusion between the enactment and the reality of uh, okay, that something uh, quite uh, and uh, <clears throat> uh, i think uh, uh suresh kan- uh, kuntur right uh, sir naresh kuntur okay naresh prakash kuntur right? and uh, he discussed this change and growth of uh, rasa theory and uh, 
I think basically again uh, his uh, talk also was basically about how the selective uh, utilization of materials and uh, to produce a certain uh, desired conclusions. I think in a sense uh, there is a certain propagandistic aspect of what Bullock is doing. I think that also is coming through uh, the second, uh, the later talk by Ashai also. Uh, I think that this is one thing which I think seems to be a critical factor about uh, what Pollock is doing. He has certain perspectives and he's uh, uh, willing to essentially ignore a large body of mass which talks about something else. He sort of uh, nods in that direction but moves on to his main agenda. I think that seems to be more or less uh, clear and I think we cannot really uh, uh, fight this battle unless we realize the central aspect of what he's trying to do. Uh, and. Uh, I think that is something which is keeping on repeatedly coming through both the talks and I, I found uh, Ashay's uh, discussion also quite illuminating in this perspective, in this uh, manner. And uh, also another question that came up, I think uh, Rajiv uh, uh, actually asked this question about this mirror neurons and uh, the innateness of uh, rasa for example. I think there's an interesting connection there, like for example Chomsky talks the innateness of language okay? and there's also the innateness of rasa possibly is also another thing because of mirror neurons which is actually something which uh, uh, is uh, present in our, uh, uh, let's say, makeup in terms of our uh, brain itself, okay, which I think is also an interesting aspect, which uh, I'm pretty sure somebody has looked at it. I think even uh, if you look at uh, uh, Ramachandran, V. Ramachandran, the person who wrote the book on, uh, uh, sorry, on, uh, he works on the, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not able to remember the book. Uh, what is the name of the book? Uh, uh, he's that, uh, yeah, Phantom Limbs, okay where uh, this aspect of mirror neurons seems to be a central aspect of some, uh, some of the phenomenon. And Rasa theory is, uh, I think, basically it's essentially a simulation, Venga, okay? And uh, that aspect, uh, uh, and there could be a lot of interesting uh, deeper analysis with respect to neuroscientific uh, correlations, correlates. Uh, uh, not that we want to reduce uh, Rasa theory to that, but there is uh, some substantiation to this. And also there are some people who have uh, studied this, uh, the number of bhavas and other things. And there is a substantial uh, neuro-scientific, uh, uh, what is a uh, uh, substantiation for this particular uh, aspect, okay? Which I think is a very interesting uh, uh, thing for me because our uh, ancestors, even if they don't have the microscopes and all the telescopes and other things, they had a very deep insight into the issues, which I think is something uh, very interesting, okay? Uh, uh, I think they seem to have got most of the high-level ideas uh, re reasonably well, uh, correctly. You also mentioned about uh, Abhidha Shakti, and these are very interesting ideas, denotative aspects, suggestive aspects. I think these are all uh, high-level ideas which uh, were current in our tradition, and uh, they are essentially getting uh, reappear in a different form nowadays, but without uh, acknowledgement to our ancestors, which seems a bit of a problematic thing. I think. Uh, with this, I think I don't have any much more to say because our speakers have done a very commendable job of uh, highlighting some of these issues. And uh, so I think with this, I'd like to close this particular session. Thank you. To help me, you can do two things. You can go to the subscribe button on my YouTube and subscribe. We need more subscribers there. Uh, secondly, I get lots of emails on people saying, how do we donate? How can we help you? Uh, you go to rajivmalhotra.com or you go to infinityfoundation.com and you can hit the donate button. You can donate in dollars. There are different ways mentioned. If you want to donate in rupees, there is a column called uh, Infinity Foundation India and you click that and there are instructions on how you can donate in India.